Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey everybody, good morning, welcome in. It is the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun today. If if you don't have a calendar and you rely on us for this, today is the 28th day of September, which means in three days it's gonna be october which means it's then gonna be halloween thanksgiving christmas happy new year valentine's day don't forget fellas hey elizabeth reese is here in for donna valentine this morning hi libby good morning gang i'm wrestling with this microphone over here got Listen, a bad just spring or something get it to subdue to you claim dominion i don't know i'm trying to do it i'm never allowed to sit in the seat oh it's fun to be back you guys i've missed you i'm delighted to see you this is our second day in a row, Holly, of having television royalty here uh, <gasps> co-hosting. We had Kelly Hansen, oh, Kel's Bells yesterday. the red-headed reporter from Twin Cities Live, yeah. which we have to, well, you guys have to always have at least one redhead on uh, payroll legally, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think that is part of our human resources agreement. Yeah, maybe that's what our, Title IX is. Our like inclusivity that. efforts. Uh, so we had her yesterday, and now we have you today, today and tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Oh, this is I know. great. I'm here today right. and tomorrow. You guys didn't even know? Well, no, no, no. We I knew. I rearranged my whole life. Do you know how much I have going on? I understand. Listen, <laughs> she Donna sent me a text a while ago, and then it was just like, oh, okay, this is good. I actually thought you were here yesterday. So Kelly texted me the night before and said, hey, I'll see you in the morning. And I was like, oh, well, what a journey. <laughs> I guess we will see one another. Uh, but no, we definitely knew. Holly and I knew. We were calling each other last night saying, don't forget, Liz is in two days in a row, right, Holly? Yeah, yeah. We had the party line going. Buckle yeah. up. Yeah, it's nice to see you. I've nice missed to see you, you too. Um, we're happy to have you. We have all sorts of uh, things that we'll be talking with you about today. At 1130, let's do a little deep piece here. We will do a little Throwback Thursday music trivia. This is not a game. You don't need to get stressed about this, Elizabeth. This is just Rocco will come in. Ugh, he will educate us I'm on stressed. something of years gone by. Okay. There will be opportunities for you to guess, but there will be no points handed out, so there's no pressure there. However, at 10.30, when we play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, you will be here on behalf of Donna. You are smart, and you know anyone who comes in contact with you knows that because you always tell them how smart you are. <laughs> but you're a total idiot when it comes to these games, and I don't know why. It's true, and that's what happens when you don't have beauty on your side. You have to really rely on developing a sharp wit <laughs> and some intelligence. If no one's going to be like, naturally, she's stunning. These wow. are the things that you have to figure out. Boy, did I crush Ben Lieber in a um, game the other day about legal terms, though, yeah. which really, really made me feel good because I always kind of thought, like, I wasted my talent. I could have gone to law school. You, you know? would have been a good lawyer. I yeah. don't know. I, I, it would have probably crushed my soul, but I um, I thought I knew a lot of the terms, and I got them right. It was I impressive. Will, did Ben, uh, Hunky Ben Lieber, know any of them? He knew some, but it was he was in the wrong direction. I you was a poli-sci major, too, you know, 20 years ago. So okay. I knew some things. Huh. I would just expect Ben, you know, he's got, he had to be a professional athlete. Although that takes a large part of your brain. Yeah. To be a professional be athlete, football. the playbook. He crushed me in like every game we played at the fair this Is year. Is that right? Yeah. 
Yeah, on Twin oh, Cities wow. Live. Oh, well, great. I, I'm feeling that I'll probably crush you then coming up at 1030. <laughs> I love the mojo of all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get into that, we have to do the latest Taylor Swift news. Yes! What we know at this time, uh, word went out yesterday. I don't know how it got out. Maybe the NFL is making announcements now. Taylor Swift is expected to be at the New York Jets football game this upcoming Sunday. Uh, it is a Sunday night football game, notably. And yes, they are playing Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs. I was going to say, is she dating someone else on the Jets? Is she, is she trying to hook up with Aaron Rodgers? Is he sitting on the sidelines? Or is it... So here's what's interesting. Ah. They are... Uh, I saw a picture today on People.com. There is a picture of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey at the the restaurant where Travis... They kicked everybody out. Travis Kelsey paid for dinner, had just hosted a party for Taylor and all of his teammates. Yeah, yeah. And... He is sitting on a bar stool, sort of slouched, you know, a little like bent over as you are. And then she has her arm up on his shoulder. So like her forearm is sort of resting on his shoulder. So it wasn't like arms around each other. No, that's a very, that could be like any kind of friend vibe, right? It was on the far shoulder. So she did have to outstretch it. Okay. It was on the near shoulder. shoulder. It would totally be friend vibe. Of course. Of course. But this looked a little, um, just when I saw it, it looked... There's forearm, and then her hand is could just reach over and touch behind his ear. So it's her arm is in a V shape. But if you're just tuning in, we're breaking down the body language of the photograph of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. He's sitting down, clearly on his phone, and then she talking to someone else that is out of picture. She's got her arm there, forearm draped across his back, and then a hand in a in a in a fist. In a fist, not open, not not petting, not scratching or anything like that. Scratching? <laughs> Does he scratch? have some eczema? What's going on? Does he need an ointment? Go Let me ask you this. Have you ever scratched your husband's back with your nails? His bare back with your nails? No, not bare. I don't, oh. I don't believe in scratching backs bare. I don't want skin particles underneath don't. my fingernails, you disgusting heathen. You, you are just... You are... <laughs> Already too hard to deal with. You need to, when you go home today, surprise Jay. Say, turn around, lift his shirt up, and then you take your nails, and then you scratch his back lightly. You can also do the same thing on the arms as well. You know, we're a big was... back scratching family. Like we teach our children to scratch our backs too. And we're like, this is what we do in this family. We scratch each other's backs. <laughs> this is hard. You know, people go through their core family values That's about like religion and politics. We're like, right. we're back scratching, <laughs> but never on bare skin. No, that's not even like something. I don't even want someone to scratch my back on bare skin. And I'm not, I'm not a weirdo about being touched. You guys, I mean, I like a massage, all these sure. things. But it's the, it's the fingernails. Yes. And then the constant risk of it getting too aggressive would be terrible on bare skin. And, um, and then dry skin comes off of your body all the time. And so if you're scratching someone's back and their bare skin, it is getting under your nails. I hate to break it to you, Steve Patterson. You need to lube his back up first. Ew. If that's what it's going to take. Oh, there's a scab factor too, Steve. Yeah, yeah. And like little tiny bumps and like irritations, ingrown hairs. Oof. Like, no. Thank Gosh. God for Holly. You oh, guys just, you. do you guys <laughs> not like goosebumps? Like if you have the right nail set and then somebody scratches your arm palm up or your back, it is like guaranteed goosebumps. 
I'm telling you, and if it's someone that you love and are committed to, and then there's a scratch situation that happens on a part of your leg, you will be in heaven. <laughs> you guys, but you got to like get scratched. Like thumping your foot or something? <laughs> More or less. <laughs> among other things, yeah. It get, it's like, wow. I mean, you can have goosebumps all over your body. I think that's totally fine. And I think like a nice light touch is totally appropriate. But like, I don't want someone scratching my bare back with their fingernails. And I don't want to do that to someone else. That's it. <laughs> okay. Holy. Anyway. Stop. Anyway, the thing she I was wasn't tell scratching. You, she wasn't scratching. Taylor Swift was not scratching Travis Kelsey's back. Of note, though, Aaron Rodgers, oh. who, of course, is sidelined this uh, presumably for the remainder of the regular season, Aaron, at least, yeah. with his uh, Achilles tendon mm-hmm. having been blown out a few plays into the first game. He was on the Pat McAfee show earlier this week, and he said, you never know who might show up on the sidelines. So we're thinking he could be there. Is there a chance that there's an Aaron Rodgers, Taylor Swift? Like, what if he's up in a press box, you know, because he's got a, like, he's up in a suite somewhere. Oh, I feel like he'll be on the sidelines with his team. I don't know. I, I could see him with his shaky leader. tendon, no. but I think he's got to sit a lot. I know he can sit on the sidelines. He's a team leader. He's going to be there. And, and he showed up there and he feels terrible about what happened. And um, no, I bet he'll be on the sidelines. This is going to be a very highly watched game because... Even people, if you if you can't stand Aaron Rodgers because you're a Vikings fan, there's a lot of Packers fans out there who still absolutely love him no matter what. And so they're going to be watching all the... I mean, we're watching Jets games at our house for that reason. Yep. And then um, and, and with this Taylor Swift extravaganza... It's crazy. And I was brought back to the memory of Jessica Simpson dating Tony Romo. Mm-hmm. Remember how much it was like fun at the beginning, but then it turned into a total villainization of her as he started to play poorly and Cowboys fans lost their minds, which they're already like teetering on the edge of offensive all the time. Right. This could, this could swing either way at any given moment. What Taylor has in her back pocket. And then we got to go is she's got, the Swifties. She's got Swifty nation who will help to control their side of the narrative always. And it's a different time. Like you can't blame women like that. Like you could 10, 15 years ago. That's wow. the time that you refer to as the good old days. <laughs> Off mic. Um, all right, we got to go. When we come back, uh, we have a few things that will make you, huh? Okay, speaking of uh, looking back in time, the first time that auto-tune was used on a song, it was done by a female artist. The year was 1998. Can you figure out who it was? I'll reveal that. When we return, it's Donna. Steve, it's my talk. Hello there. I'm Donna Valentine, a proud member of Spire Credit Union, where they've got loans to borrow for any purpose. You should become a member. They're great. Spire finances new or used vehicles. They make the process easy. They get the loans done fast. They've got low rates to get you more car for your money. Remember, you don't have to finance through the dealer. In fact, I should mention that Spire also offers extended warranty plans with better coverage and at a lower cost than a lot of the dealers. And listen to this. Spire has an auto refinance guarantee. That means Spire guarantees to beat your non-Spire auto loan rate. Or they'll just pony up 50 bucks. All you got to do is ask a Spire rep for more information on that. Spire's been in the uh, people helping people business since the 1930s. They've got 22 branches in the metro and in Minnesota. The nearest uh, or the newest location is in Golden Valley, just off of 394. You can find out more today by going to myspire.com. Spire is insured by NCUA, an equal housing opportunity lender. Well, you did it. You made it back. Hi, we're still here. It's Donna and Steve, not technically, but it is my talk. Donna Valentine is in Florida. 
in search of manatees. Really? She is looking for manatees, which is why Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live is filling in today and tomorrow, a double diff, which we love. Yeah, she's looking for manatees. She she likes obscure animals, and she found out that there's a bunch of them down there. A pod? I guess. Well, yeah, Holly says that they're doing group uh, reproductive activities. Oh my gosh, it's manatee mating season. How sexy. Oh, and they just do it in a pile. In a pile. Really? Just in a pile. Like yeah. a manatee orgy? Yeah, well, the sheriff's department mm. is in involved. Oh, is involved. Well, yeah. there was one, in, I think it was conveniently in Pinellas County, mm. uh, mm. where they, right. they told people to stop calling them because people were concerned about the manatees. Oh, they And they're thought- like, no, honey. They're they're just doing it. They're oh just my gosh. Yeah. People are idiots, aren't we? We're idiots. <laughs> well, no, but I get We're it. We're the though. smartest, dumbest species on the planet. You guys know that, right? It was Although like if, you, uh, if you, a pile of them, I might be worried there was some sort of a gang fight. I know, but it's like we're so happening. detached that we just don't even. I mean, well, this was the concern I had for the stray cats that lived on the roof behind my apartment in Burbank. Okay, I would I would wake up and I'd hear them fighting, and I'm mm. like, oh no, there's something happening, and I look out my window. And then I would go, oh, there is something happening. Oh, my gosh. You thought it was like a bullying situation. We needed a trust circle, some sort of restorative something. I got to save the kittens. Yeah. No, the kittens were being made. Wow. Wow. Mommy and daddy are just wrestling. That kind of thing. Man. Um, There's that new nature show on Disney Plus. Have you guys seen this? It's the guy's name is Birdie something. I'm going to look it up. Mm -mm. Um, I just recommended it on my podcast. Best to the nest. You know, whatever. Just hey, got the plug in. You can listen to that. And um, uh, it was so good. Steve, I watched it with the kids a couple weekends ago and we kind of like turned it into a binge watching situation. I think we watched like four episodes. Um, but it is, I'm going to look it up. It's, his name is Birdie and he is a, um, like a B-E-R-T-I-E. Oh. And he's like a, you know, wildlife photographer and explorer and all this stuff. But what's really cool about it is the show, you see the behind the scenes. So I'm always interested in these nature documentaries of like, how are they getting these shots? Like, yes. how are they doing this? And so I'm Bradley trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called blinded by the item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this. A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What you see in this series is you see them each, you know, each episode is focused on a, on a different animal. So like one is African wild dogs. What, you know, it's all these different ones. And then they're... Um, they're going through and you can see him like launching the drone because he's the drone pilot. And then you can see them on this truck trying to get through uh, water to follow the wild dogs. It's very huh. cool. So this is it's animals up close with Bertie Gregory. That's it. Huh. That's, That's it. pretty cool. He has a couple specials, but his new series on Disney Plus is really worth watching. It was very fun. Oh, you know, yeah. since we're on the manatee train, there weren't manatees featured, but there were um, 
uh, killer whales, orca whales. There was an episode on them, and it was fascinating. He's also got epic adventures with Bertie Gregory, and he's not in any way annoying. I'm just telling you, like really? he's wonderful. There's huh. not a there. It's a point five on the annoyance scale. It couldn't even be that. Wow, he's great. okay. Six part series that uh, animals up close with Bertie Gregory. I mean, we really we watched four in a row. Like wow. I don't binge watch things with my children because you know we all lose steam. But it was we were all into it. It was fun. Okay, that's a great little show recommendation. Um, oh, and that that came from manatees. That came from manatees. Were that's you how I have to reverse engineer. I was thinking, how did Bertie jump in here? And that's because Donna's watching manatees having a pillow fight. I love that she's doing that. I love that she just took a trip to go find to see something cool. I want to go back to scratching really quick before I give you my little thing that make you go, huh? Um, I just want to be clear that the scratching that I was talking about during segment one is not, not like, like, Oh, I have to, that's scratching. That's, that's not what I mean. Use your fingernails. I don't want that. I don't want that. Use your fingernails. And now we're going to lightly, like graze the skin. That's not scratching. That's like T- a tickle. No, but tickling is very annoying. Tickling is like, woo, and then getting up in my armpits and all that crap. I don't want any of that. I want a light scratch, a light scratch, not a, not a, ouch. I, can you get that for me? Yeah, this to is the a left light. a little lower. None of that. This is light. This is gentle. Gotta be other people out there. I think people like that, but you were describing it as the wrong thing. Everybody likes to have someone like lightly run their fingers over you. That's lovely. That's like delightful. I mean, who doesn't want that? That's wonderful. You were describing a scratching situation. And I was saying to you, I don't want dead skin cells under my fingernails. And now, and then you stood by it for so long. And now you're trying to back the train up. Who are you? Drew Barrymore on her show? Hey, hey. Sorry. Come on. I don't get to talk about this stuff as much anymore because I'm not on this radio program regularly. Oh, let it out, girl. I was, yeah. I was I was unceremoniously relieved of my regular duties at this radio station. And so when I am invited back, I like to you get, get to- Do the auto-tune. I want to know. 1998, female artist. The first time auto-tune was used, it was by Cher. Oh! oh Holly, you knew it! Whoa! Do you believe? <laughs> That's the one! There we go. Now we all learned a little something. Hey, when we come back, how many photos do you have on your phone right now? We're going to do a little deep dive. That, when we come back. Sorry, I had to just hang up the phone with Elizabeth. I FaceTimed you. (laughs) That was was nice. Uh, Mike Ganger, the big Zamboni is here. Hey, Chunk. How's it going? You're getting an extra half hour with us today. Yeah, I'm loving it. Holly's got to go inspire the young people. Mm-hmm. Oh, is she going to speak somewhere? She's going to go her? speak at a class. Yeah, she just. Oh, I hope that's, that's awesome. public because I just made it public. <laughs> oh, okay. She well, didn't we... say don't say anything. Oh, that's really cool. I've. Um, I don't think I've been asked to speak at a class. No one asks me to speak at a class. <laughs> I was actually you? just thinking the other day, why does no one ask me to come speak at a class? I could speak at a class and like you know the Hubbard School of Journalism. Guess who we work for? Hubbard. Hubbard broadcasting we could do that why has no one asked us i don't know we'd be excused from work for a little bit to go over there for sure it's right down the street a a friend who is an adjunct professor adjunct um, i love that word is that i said any plans to you know become an actual professor and he said no we're just gonna stay just adjunct we're adjuncting right now then you don't have to get a master's right is that that is, is correct. Yeah. Yes. Yep. They they and they've talked to him like, hey, if you want to become a professor, here's all you need to do. And Ain't nobody yeah, got time for that. Oh yeah. my gosh, no. So, um, but anyway, he hasn't asked me 
to speak. At Who's the his, friend? His name is Dave Berggren, former television reporter for CARE 11. I think back in the day worked in this building for a very brief time. Oh, I don't I know, think Dave. so. Yeah. So anyway, Dave, what the heck, man? Yeah, I would like to be asked. I feel like... And I might say no, but I want to be asked. (laughs) Yeah, I do want to be asked. I just want to go. I was just on my college campus last weekend, and there's just something so magical about being on a college campus. I mean, you forget how many young people are there. They're young, and they're everywhere. They're everywhere. A lot of them are working out. Yeah, and everybody just, has good skin. It's great. My daughter goes to uh, gymnastics at one of the local Twin Cities universities or colleges. They have like we they, the gymnastics school uses the college gym. Okay. So I see college kids there, and I just think like I love how they're just hanging out. I love how they're just walking around, running into friends. Like you remember when you would just walk yeah. around campus and you're just running into friends, and then you're yeah. like, "Hey guys, yeah. we're gonna go hang out over here. Hey, we're gonna go get this snack. Hey, we're gonna go do this." And it was like the beautiful spontaneity of whatever. Hey, should I go to class? Maybe I'm gonna skip it and hang out here with you guys. I wow. would see people. I loved it. They would be sitting down eating. And I'd be on my way back from a class or yeah. something like that. And then it was just homework be damned. Doesn't <laughs> matter what. Cause, uh, let's just talk. What's going on? What are you guys doing? You're playing basketball later? Yeah, I'll come. I'll come. Yeah, let's go. That sounds great. Yeah, what are we going to do later? And then the beauty of my college experience is that nobody had cell phones. I mean, it, I, nobody got a cell phone until I was a sophomore in college. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm 42 years old, everybody. And mm-hmm. that is, and it was, the freedom was amazing. And oh, yeah. no one was on their phones. No one was walking down the street staring at their phone. No one was, it, it was, you were present because there was nothing to look at on your phone. Even when you got one, it was like maybe, text messaging wasn't even a thing until I was really a senior. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because text messaging, you used to have to hit seven three times to get a T. <laughs> Exhausting. So keep it short. There were no paragraphs. You're, you know, you wouldn't be like hit with your wife whenever she sends you the big like, oh my gosh, when I said, hey, how's your day going? And then it's like, and then Dickens wrote, and it's this very long. Bar- that Jay didn't happen when back I do that. then. Yeah, yeah. It it is. Um, it was a simpler time, and it was so lovely. But I will say, when you go back, I think if you can visit a college campus. At any point, just to walk around and see like this is this is hope and possibility. And also like this generation, a little bit of like, we don't really care what you think we're supposed to achieve. It's kind of refreshing. I wonder what this generation will be doing like 20, 30 years from now. I can assure you this. They'll be complaining about the generations before them because that is just a rite of passage. That is a part of the human experience. This is what we do. We look back on the ones that came after us and say, you got it easier. You don't work as hard. Like. The boomers say that about us, and we still work hard, though. Although technically, are you a boomer? Maybe <laughs> I don't know. How the generations work. I'm only in my thirties. You know what's funny is that so I was born in 1981, which by a lot of um, rules is technically millennial, but I, but we yeah. were not millennial. Like I graduated in 1999. That is definitely not a millennial. You feel more Gen X. Way more Gen X. But at the time, I remember thinking like Gen X is way older. Like Gen X is like the cool kids that are in, um, you know, some of those like old movies, like Reality Bites, (laughs) like Reality Bites guys. Those were Gen X. You know, we weren't quite as angsty as them, but not but definitely not millennial. I will tell you one thing about these young people. They care about their life more than they care about their work. 
And that is fascinating because that is such a foreign concept to me, particularly as a young person. I was obsessed with a career. I mean, mm. I, 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 it would even be like dating people, and I'd be like, this is useless. This is going to get in the way of what I really want to be doing. I got to get out of this. Really? Oh, gosh. All I thought about was my career. Interesting. And I didn't even ever think about my life. <laughs> and then I hit a point where I was like, shoot. <laughs> Maybe I should start thinking about my life? Maybe I should think about my life a little bit more. I, here's how non-career driven I was. This happened after I was married. Um, we got married very young. We were 21, especially by today's standards. So we were you're 21. married. Essentially, now you have a family to take care of, and you're still not focused on your career. Wait until you hear. Wow. 21 years old. Um, we were go- we had an apartment picked out in West Covina, California. Thank you guys for asking. Lou and I would start our life there. Then, worried father-in-law reaches out to us late in the summer, and he said, hey, I know that you guys have an apartment that you're going to go into. And I was like, this apartment's a little bit dodgy. You know, like when we toured it, it was like... A shared courtyard. It was kind of like a motel, like like units facing into each other, and it just didn't have a great vibe. How did it compare to Melrose Place? Very poorly. Okay. It wasn't like that at all. Okay. And he said, hey, if you guys want, I'm building a, a new house right now. Oh, and my there will gosh. be two separate owner's suites, which why he was saying that was because then you have your own place to... To, to to sleep, to wake up, to not have to worry about me. I'll be at the other end of the hall, that your bathroom is connected. You know, it's all there. So yeah. we went back and forth. Do we live alone, start our life alone and pay for it? Or do we, for the senior year of college and our first year of marriage, live with my dad, live with my father-in-law for me? I hope and you chose option B. We did, but there's a little bit of like thinking that has to go into that because, you know, you got some oats to sow, little lady. Right, you know what I mean? Geez, Stevie thanks, boy is right. out of the cage. You got it, Steve. Um, you got I it. Was, okay. Born a virgin. You get my drift uh, yeah, here. I, it was I, exciting. I, as okay? we all are. I can't believe that you ruined your senior year of college by getting married. Got I mean, married. Fascinating to me. That was like one of my favorite years. Wow. My favorite year was freshman year. And then we had a year where we lived, uh, the next two years we lived at an apartment right off campus. And I love those. I mean, I loved, college was just so fun. The best. Um, but yeah, very decidedly different freshman year to, to senior year. Did other people get married in college? So you know my podcast co-host Marjorie Punnett, longtime My Talk 1071 listeners, of course, love Ian and Marjorie. They got married when she w- they were in college too, their senior year of college. And it's like this concept is so foreign to me. I can't even, you might as well be growing six years on your face <laughs> this is how unrelatable this is to me it was uh there was a, a, a saying there ring by spring so it was it was I, there weren't a lot of people that got married maybe there were a couple other couples but that was joked about were you in a cult what is this no well it was a private christian university maybe i was i don't know <laughs> uh, and then there would be the joke of like oh some some of the girls are here just to get their mrs degree yeah, I know. That's okay, like okay. A, everybody knows that joke. Okay, okay. I was just saying. I but, what but a, you don't really do that at a small Christian college. It's more like it, it, the more stereotypical would be like you're going to go Ivy League so that you can like marry someone super rich. Well, the contrary happened for Lou. She marries me. We live at the <laughs> father-in-law's house. He puts a bell inside of the front door of the house. This is a bell that hangs from the ceiling. And when he would come in, he would ring the bell. He said it had something to do with energy. I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a warning, and he would ring that son of a biatch, and then sure enough, it would be like, okay, your dad's home, 
And uh, that was how we lived our life through senior year. He saved I, you like probably $18,000, though. T- tons of money. We ended up living there for 18 months. I think it was, or maybe 15. It was longer than the year. Yeah. Um, and then we ended up moving out. It was a real financial blessing. But now I could have done my part and really been uh, working hard immediately. I wanted to get into the world of entertainment. And you guys know that it paid off. I'm a local legend. But at the time, I was like, okay, I need to stay nimble. I need to be able to go to auditions. Auditions? Who was inviting me to auditions? I was looking for them on Craigslist. Oh I got gosh, a photo shoot at some lady's house. It was terrible. I went to some cattle call to be a model. <laughs> Spoiler, they didn't pick me, guys. Anyway, I needed to stay open. So I said, what I'll do for right now for the next six months to a year is I'll go do what people do in the L.A. area. I will become a waiter. And so I went, and I went to a very highfalutin restaurant, now a chain called the Cheesecake Factory. Mm, boy, those avocado <laughs> egg rolls. I hope they still have those. They have some really, if you can find it in their menu, you can find some really great options. But you got to do your digging, because <laughs> that sucker is war and peace. 27 pages. I go... They're like, of course, this dude's incredible. We're going to hire this guy. I go to a group orientation, Louie, and the guy's like, hey, everybody, welcome to the Cheesecake family. You know, this is what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. And then he talks about the schedule a little bit. And I was like, uh. So I went up and I uh, told him afterward, I said, hey, I know that you mentioned um, that everyone at some point, you just have to keep cycling in Sundays. I think it was every other Sunday you have to work. Uh. And I said, that... um, I cannot do that. And was I saying that because of my commitment to going to church? I was not friends. I was actively involved in a fantasy football league. And so as a married man, I turned that job down. And I went home and told Lou, well, I got the job, but I'm not going to take it because they want me to work on every other Sunday. What did she say? You know, I don't remember what she said, but I know that she was... um, I I think disappointed in me as a man. Was she working too? She was. She sure was. And you were she was doing, time she, open to go to auditions? She was doing a thing where she had to commute about 60 miles at the time to go in and work um, at a, like a facility for uh, young women with eating disorders. Dude, and so it was are, very meaningful work. You are so lucky that she has stayed <laughs> with you. I mean, you know, I've always thought this for many years as I've known you now for close to a decade. But boy, now I ended up getting a job as an admissions counselor. I know. Eventually, I know it all paid off. But I had to, I had to put some nose out there first, and that first one came to the freaking cheesecake factory because it would have impacted how I watch uh, fantasy football <laughs> as a married man. Like I told her dad, "Yes, sir, I will take care of your daughter." I will provide for her. And then I was like sitting around eating tortilla chips on Sundays. Well, Lou, Lou had to drive. like It was like 60 miles to get to her job. Doing wow. like amazing things. You I'm, can't it, even serve up a platter of like turtle cheesecake because it's on a Sunday. <laughs> you're like, you're going to ask me to put some caramel sauce on that, aren't you? I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. I because can't that do might, that. That might interfere with my chances of being a hand model or something of the sort. If anybody had said to me when I was dating... I need to be able to work around auditions. I'm like, we thanks. Yeah, we're done. We're all done here. There's someone for everyone, right? There's someone for everyone. And I just knew what wasn't the one for this someone. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. um, So I never got to the story. Now it's it's considered a deep tease retroactively. During the break, if you're in a safe, don't do this if you're listening and you're driving. But if you can... Get your phone, yeah. and when we come back, I want everybody who's listening to open your phone up 
and at the same time we can go into our camera app our photos how many photos do you have this may spill into a how many emails do you have it there was a study done about the average amount of photos that people keep on their phone and then we always wonder why do we have storage problems so we'll get into that uh when we come back it is don and steve elizabeth reese is in for donna valentine right here on my talk Hey, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me when we're back on, Mike. You don't have a cough button. Do you have that at home? You don't have a cough button. Oh, no, it's bare bones over here. Yeah. That's how radio used to be done, man. Hey, this um, isn't it at all, though. When it was used to be done, it was like a lot true. more difficult. Yeah, it's true. Uh, that's the voice of Elizabeth Reese. Hey! Twin Cities Live fame. Uh, filling in for Donna Valentine today. No, I haven't gotten any text messages from her, and usually she's like... I, I we, we could get an update at any given moment. So. I would like a manatee photo. That'd be amazing. Yeah, they are. Wonder if they die of like, jeez, heart problems. Why? Because they are they are morbidly obese. Yeah, that's by human standards. <laughs> that's how a manatee is supposed to be. Okay. You need a thick layer of blubber to survive. But in a the whale ocean. holds its weight better. Like a manatee is much more like the Marshmallow Man in the Ghostbusters movie. Like they're, you know, like the really chubby babies. Like yeah. when it's like down at the wrists and it's like almost looks like they were wearing a hairband I there know, for a little while. They're so cute. That's so cute. That's how I don't like this manatee body shaming direction that Sorry. we're going on this show. I, I just feel like I'm just worried about them. That's all. She's going to come back and she's going to have 15,000 photos of manatees on her phone. Do you see the setup that I just did for you as Ladies a broadcasting professional? That was unscripted. But she knew where we were going next. Mike, can we, let's just make it official, shan't we? We shall. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. How many photos do you have on your phone, and is it taking up all of your storage? There is a, a poll that found the average person currently has mm. how many? I think I'm high, and I think people probably have 8,000 photos. Oh, wow. And okay, that's that's actually high. But the I can't average to, person? That I, for the average, that's that's well above the average person. You cannot know? wait to hear Elizabeth's answer. <laughs> oh the average gosh, person. Number. The average person currently has 2,795 photos on their phone. <laughs> My Aunt Lynn chimed in from Youngstown, Ohio. Hi, Aunt She's Lynn. She's got 4,016. I have about 1,400 with a caveat. Google Photos, a separate app, is loaded up. That's like backup storage that I have. And I do have a ton of videos that's where all of my storage is videos 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 2678 videos elizabeth reese how many photos do you have on your phone are you ready for this i'm ready for it Thirty-eight thousand four hundred forty. oh my gosh Thirty-eight thousand four hundred and forty-three photos are on this how many are of food? Okay, so many. Just you There's just... chicken wild rice soup right there. <laughs> <laughs> There's. Yeah, what's our last photo of? There's a beer. There's another beer. There's, oh, here's a whole docu-series on the meal I ate in Madison a couple of Fridays ago. 
<laughs> Videos wow. and everything. It was oh, really my. good. Starting with this delicious gin drink. It was wonderful. The restaurant's Fairchild, by the way, if you're heading over to the old uh, Mad Town. Get a reservation. So you said good. it was one of the top five meals of your life. Yeah. Wow. So good. Wait, wait, wait. She's deflecting. She's deflecting. <laughs> Do you have that the thirty plus thousand photos in is it in a separate app or is it like when you open your camera or the photos? Oh my word. Yeah. Mike, how many do you have? I thought I was gonna be uncomfortable admitting that I had four thousand seven hundred and twenty nine. Thirty eight thousand. I just smoked you guys. You absolutely did. What is your you got the big storage on that, huh? Me? Yeah, you got a <laughs> Big storage situation. I'd say, I, you know me with phones, so I don't get a new phone every time they come out. I, right. I, I, this is an iPhone 13. Prior to that, I was rocking an iPhone 7. Holy I went crap. through that many. I just was like, I just think about Apple. And I'm like, I'm not doing this with you guys. I'm not giving you $1,200 okay. every time you ask. I have grass-fed beef to buy. I'm not <laughs> buying this. And so I just don't do it. So I hold on. I, I hold on to the phones for a very long time until I can't take it anymore, until like the camera gets so, you know, where I'm like, oh, okay. And so I went from the 7 to the 13, and I get the, what a jump. I get the biggest storage always. So Yours probably has a terabyte. I don't know what it has. It's the I think it's 5, the 13 12. Pro Max. That's the next question. Can I get the to, biggest can one. Can you go to General and go to iPhone storage so we can see actually how much storage 32,000 yes, photos take up? asking, Mike. Yeah. I yes, will go to that. General and go to storage. Go into your settings, then so scroll down a little bit. So my phone has uh, 256 gigabytes okay. is of storage total, and 166.7 gigs are used. Right now, I've got how? storage to spare, how? people. I have 256 gigs as well. I am currently utilizing 253.9. No, and I you're not. Yeah, and I routinely have to delete stuff. Why? All the time. I take a lot of video. Well, I have 5,120 videos on here, too. Son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 I mean, Elizabeth. How what what sort of a wormhole did you go into in the world of storage? Wow, that's remarkable. I don't know, but it I also like I don't have a lot of other stuff downloaded. I don't have a million apps. I don't play games or anything like that. Mike, how many uh, what's your storage? My storage situation? is 128, so I'm the one. I also how have a third iPhone you. 13, but I've got half the storage. Don't storage, storage shame him. Oh, I'm only I'm using sorry. 60 per, or 60 uh gigs though. Oh my gosh, you guys! So I got a lot of room oh my to, gosh! Lot of room to spare. Oh my gosh! I have—I don't know. I just want the freedom because what happened early on in the iPhone game is I would go cheap and I would get the um, lower storage phone because they're less expensive, which I get, mm-hmm. you know. But then the rage that I would feel building building up, and then it would lead me to needing, and I would be like, I got to get a new phone. And then I'm, I thought, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to buy the biggest storage. I never want my phone to say. You can't store something here. I'm thinking, I'm not going to live like that. It says it to me all the time. And I'm in the... Why? I, well, I, you know, my photos, 223 gigs are just on my photos alone. Photos and video. I don't get it, though. I have way more. So how come I'm not either. having this problem? It could be because I'm taking longer videos, maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, you probably sit in front of the camera and just record yourself doing like, I do my, any task. And my self-affirmations that I do every day. <laughs> and it's a uh, that's actually a master class that anybody can sign up for. Um, so, yeah, wow. Uh, but I'm getting a new phone. 
Hell, I I might I might take my lassie out after the the show today, and and go get a phone. I don't know. Don't tell me how to live. But we're we're getting the new phone. We're getting the fifteen, and uh, it, it's going to be exciting. Which number do you have right now? Thirteen. You go from thirteen to fifteen. I'm going to go thirteen to fifteen. I need I need this for the storage alone. Yeah. I'm going to get the terabyte, and then what I'm going to do is mismanage how I store things, and eventually I will be like, wow, I'm using 998 gigabytes. This is annoying. I don't know. Wow. Let's go to emails real quick while we have time, as in not the, not the show email inbox. We'll see those a little later. How many emails do you have on your phone? Now, the study only talked about photos. Again, the average number was 2,795. Like unread emails? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my number says 186. So that's not that bad, but I will tell you, um, we just played this party trick um, with some friends a couple weekends ago. You know my beloved husband, Jay Reimers. He has 149,000 unread emails. That's what the number says on his phone. You show that to people, you see people get out their brown paper bags that they store in their purses, (laughs) and they start breathing into those son of a guns. That is 149,000 unread emails. So when people are, when I say like, hey, so I forwarded you that email... He's like, didn't get the email. <laughs> wow. But he did. It's in there somewhere, but he can't see it. There's too much stuff coming in there. Well, they're all every day. unread. I think he has like 400 unlistened to voicemails. I don't uh, want anyone to leave me a voicemail. You guys know this, right? You're clear with this. You don't want, do you not listen? I do not I've listen. left you voicemails that are very entertaining. Yeah, and I've never <laughs> listened to them. Oh, my All I gosh. see is Steve Patterson, and then it texts, It says the text, and I just see, hey, Libby. Do you delete it? And then I just it? call you back. Do I have any voicemails on oh, your phone? Oh, should we see and play them? Don't play them live, though. Where it could be, uh, you know, sometimes you draw out my anger. And so I may have cursed. <laughs> like, I accidentally did that one time when I called you. And I didn't know that your daughter was in the car yeah, with you. Yeah, that was a and good I, one. I, for effect, really dropped a bomb <sighs> with a lot of volume. And you were like, hey, I, hey. It's early release day from school. And I had picked up Bernie in the car. Nice to hear from you, Uncle Steve, yeah. you sicko. <laughs> that was a real, that was bad. That was aggressive. <laughs> My bad. Anyways, yeah, see if you can find a voicemail that I, I have. I wonder if there's any on your phone. I don't still. have any. I think I deleted Whatever. them. This there's is, some from okay. Beijing that are interesting. Uh, when we come back, we have got some music news and a dirt alert. All come your way. It's Donna and Steve on my talk.